From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, September 8th. I'm Sarah Wright. Sheriff's deputies had a second close encounter early Monday morning with the red-bearded burglar who suspected of breaking into a string of remote cabins on the coast. The encounter was so close, according to Sheriff Matt Kendall, that a canine handler had his hands on the suspect before he escaped again. Kendall said deputies cornered the subject, believed to be 40-year-old William Evers, in a cabin on Navarro Ridge early on September 6th. At about 4.30 in the morning, Kendall reported, Evers came squirting out the door and the deputy grabbed him. A scuffle between the two men and the dog ensued, and the dog accidentally bit its handler, whereupon Evers escaped. He was last seen running toward the Salmon Creek drainage. Kendall added that a SWAT team member who was also injured during the attempted capture put some ice on his knee and both deputies are back at work. Evers is wanted for burglaries, but also for shooting at a deputy on the night of May 12th when a patrol deputy interrupted him burglarizing a residence in Elk. Evers ran, the deputy chased him, and Evers fired on him with a handgun. The deputy fired back, but no one was injured. Evers is also suspected of stealing a rifle in February. Evers is considered armed and dangerous. An injured deputy right now would be a serious blow to the sheriff's office, which is down to 23 patrol deputies. That's significantly less than the 40 working patrol deputies the department would have at full staffing and doesn't count the sergeants and lieutenants. The sheriff's office has 96 employees, including bailiffs, part-time workers, and jail personnel. Late last month, Captain Gregory Van Patten wrote a letter to the board saying that due to the staffing shortage and the pandemic, the sheriff's office is, quote, going to be forced to reduce some services to ensure that we have the ability to provide public safety. The sheriff's office will not be responding to mental health-related calls for service unless there's an immediate life-threatening situation to the public. The sheriff's office will only respond to non-threatening mental health situations if it's a dual response, which includes a deputy and a mental health professional. At last week's Board of Supervisors meeting, Dr. Janine Miller, who heads up the county's behavioral health department, asked the board for a million dollars for more mental health crisis responders. We need to be able to purchase uh, cage vehicles. Uh, We'll be able to need to make sure that staffing have phones, uh, signal boosters, and Bluetooth. If they're out somewhere, they're going to need all that. Uh, We also know that we'll need to work with our uh, Redwood Community Services, our local crisis contact, to really try to blend this into a county contractor response so that we're able to cover the whole county. So this will be a joint effort between the county and our local contracted provider to be able to roll this out within our community. So that's kind of what the million dollars we're looking at is staffing, cars, um, and then support services. Um, We have applied for a grant that's around mobile crisis. We don't know if we'll get it. We're hoping it will augment augment this. We also know there's another grant uh, coming out in October that we can apply for, but it's really focused on children's uh, mobile crisis. So we're going to be looking at that also. We'll also be looking at additional funding sources that may or may not pop up. But at this time, this is not something within the behavioral health budget. Supervisor John Haschak asked Miller how she plans to fill the positions. So with the MOPS program that the board approved quite a while ago, that we approved three positions, I believe, and we've only been able to staff one of them. I guess my question is, how how can we staff these new positions if we can't staff the ones we've already said we wanted to staff? And the second part of that would be, Can we use Measure B money for this? So we are in the process of transferring a staff right now. So we'll have two of those positions filled. We also um, 
did meet with uh, the sheriff's department on Monday to talk about some different ways of advertising. Um, there are a lot of people who want to work in the sheriff's department but not be a deputy. So um, Sheriff Kendall and Under Sheriff Brewster did come up with some alternative ways to help us advertise. We're also going to be reaching out to the local colleges and we're actually going to open it up to another classification um, to really see if we can pull additional staffing in. Supervisor Ted Williams asked Kendall what he thought about a suggestion for swelling the ranks of local law enforcement. If this is an innovative approach of using a different tool and we think it might work better, I'm, I'm, I'm in favor of it. And I think Dr. Miller's come up with some ideas. But if this is because we don't have adequate staffing and we can't find people to hire, it strikes me that we should ask the state for mutual aid. Any, any thoughts on that? When we spoke with the state about mutual aid regarding yeah. the marijuana issues, there was <clears throat> no funding for it. Yeah, but marijuana is different than than all the other issues at hand. I mean, nobody wants to touch cannabis. It's a disaster. But there's there's no real funding for mutual aid this year. And uh, that's, you know, that's been a lot of issue. That combined with the fact that um, every place just a little to the east of us is in the same situation that Mendocino County was in the last couple of years with these fires. That mutual aid is being pulled from all corners of the state to go up into the areas that are having those massive wildfires right now. Now, combined with the fact that uh, this is not something new to Mendocino County, uh, excuse me, it, it's something new to Mendocino County, but it is pretty much the same across the state. Uh, most police agencies have a large vacancy rate right now, huge vacancy rate. Some of them are running into the mid-50 percentage. Kendall said the police academy should have graduated two classes since the onset of COVID, but because it's been closed, retiring cops aren't being replaced. In another sign of how larger events hit close to home, two bailiffs and a dispatcher are in Plumas County, offering mutual aid to the fire response there. The board approved Dr. Miller's request for a million dollars for more crisis workers and added a direction to staff to work with the sheriff's office to request mutual aid in regard to the low staffing level during a declared emergency. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.